Hello, everyone. Before we get into this episode, I just wanted to let you all know that we are looking for guests for future episodes of The Insiders. So if you or anyone you know is or was a hotel, hospitality, or tourism industry insider, email us at checkin at theinsiders.com or go to theinsiders.com for more information. That's the insiders, I-N-N-S-I-D-E-R-S.com. Thank you and enjoy this episode. All right, Rob, next time I see you, I'm going to have the curly mustache. It's on. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Yeah. It'd be much more intriguing than your current mustache. So, ah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Please report to Gate 47. Welcome to The Insiders. My name is Sarah and I have over a decade of experience in the hospitality industry. Everything from budget motels to high-end boutiques. Each episode, me and my co-host Rob will bring you a detailed account from another insider from the hotel, hospitality, and tourism industries. Paramedics, police, and pee pads. Lena tells us this tale and more on this episode of The Insiders. So, Lena, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You worked in hospitality for a period of time? I worked, I'm not sure what like caliber of hotel. It was not the nicest of hotels <laughs> for about two years. And for a while, it was my full-time job. And for a while, it was my second part-time job. And I worked the front desk and eventually became one of the front desk managers. Awesome. How did you get into it? Uh, so my best friend at the time, he was working there and you know, I just, I needed a job and it, like a lot of jobs that I've gotten in my life, he was like, I can't find anyone who's not a moron to work here. <laughs> and I was like, I hope I'm not a moron. I'll give it a shot. And typically I avoid any sort of like customer service hospitality jobs yeah. just because I find them so exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Not that the people who do work them don't also find it exhausting. But yeah. so I was like, well, yeah, if you, you know, my like I said, my best friend worked there and sort of similar mindset to me. So I was like, well, if he's if he's working there, you know, I feel like I can I can do this. Yeah. And it's always helpful to have a buddy at work, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So literally, I'm not even joking. Right before before you joined us tonight, Sarah mm -hmm. and I were talking about how exhausting customer service. We were yeah. actually talking about this literally about yeah. 40 minutes ago. Uh, Sarah and I have known each other for a while. And when we were younger, I used to work warehouse jobs and stuff on summer breaks and winter breaks because I didn't want to mm -hmm. deal with customers. So mm -hmm. I was like, I'd rather work with a bunch of boxes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, got, I don't have to pretend like I like them. I get it totally. Yeah. Now, did your friend that got you the job, did he stay for the entire time that you were there? He did. I ended up being the main day manager and he was the main night manager. And he ended up actually living there for a while. At the hotel? Yeah. So that's why he, oh, wow. he was the night manager because he was there anyway, basically. And we ended up both leaving around the same time. Just, you know, same reason most people leave any job. Like it just stopped working for both of us. Yeah. That was yeah. also right before COVID. Owners were kind of like, well, you know, we're just going to be here. There's not a whole lot of travel we like we can cover mm -hmm. everything so so this was like a long-term stay kind of hotel um, no it was a we can call it a green floor in gotcha gotcha so yeah i've heard of those yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and so it wasn't exactly designed for long-term stays but they did have one room that had like a kitchen in it because it used to be a different chain hotel so it had like one sort of fancier suite it's like a, a studio apartment basically but yeah. that's that's the one that you know 
know, they were like, we can't rent this out because it's different from every other room we have. So we'll just let the manager live there. Like he still paid rent for it, but he just Man. lived oh, on really? site. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but I thought at least you have that going. You have to pay for rent and be on call 24 seven. Because, of course, if when you live there, they're like, hey, you're right here. Can I wake you up and ask you all these questions? Well, yeah. How does that even work? Is he working salary then? Or is it just like he's literally tracking like 15 minute increments of his time? Because I'm sure he gets like a, some phone call that only takes like 10, right. 15 minutes. And then another one might take three hours. I think it was salary. And then he got like some sort of sales bonus. It, it was very, you know, I'm sure not all the rules were being followed for both of us. Because uh, there were right, a lot of times right. when like I would have to do stuff and they'd be like, here's your exactly 80 hour paycheck. And it's like, I for sure did not work 80.00 hours. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was here for this. I was here for that. And then like, well, we just rounded it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real quick, you guys want to guess what the biggest uh, theft is in the world every year? It's wage theft. Yeah. It, 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 dwarfs, <laughs> it dwarfs all of their burglary, robbery, all that stuff combined doesn't even amount anywhere close to wage theft. Yeah. Wage theft is the biggest crime per dollar every year. Bar none. Like, it's insane how much yeah. we're all getting ripped off by our employer yeah. somehow. I believe somewhere. it. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder, Rob. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Everybody's listening to this on their way into work right now, and they're all like, wait a second. <laughs> you know, turn around. turning around. Like, what's going on here? So typically at those kind of properties, you get a lot of interesting guests. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any stories of guests that will stick with you for your entire life? Yeah. Uh, gosh. It's, so, it's almost hard to pick just because everyone, like, I'm sure if I isolate any of these incidents, they sound insane but it's just like I had so many of them so consistently it's hard to get one that like stands out because I'm just like it's every day every day someone's doing Mm -hmm. something say what's what's a good one I don't remember. It was like a, a, I guess a circus or something, but they were in town and they stayed at the hotel one week and they actually ended up like saving me basically because it was during this week, I think it was two weeks, the owners went out of the country. And so the other manager was already living there and they were like, you can stay there as well because probably something's going to go wrong in that two week period. So we need like, uh, geez. you know, managers. All hands on deck. Yeah. And so it was probably the worst week of my life because it was like every single day something went wrong. Like the ceiling started leaking one of the days. (laughs) Naturally. I got dumped another day, which is not relevant to the hotel. But, you know, it's like I'm just like I get dumped and then I leave to go sit in my hotel room alone and try to go to sleep. No work-life balance. It's just all work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One of the nights I came back and the other manager. So it's in the state of Indiana. And I think this goes for most states now, but, you know, it's illegal to smoke in the hotel. So it isn't just our rule. It's a thing where, like, if we get caught letting you smoke in the hotel, we have to pay a ton of money. And it Mm -hmm. was always this ordeal where I'd have, you know, sign the non-smoking thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you could just tell who was immediately going to go smoke in their hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) And I was obsessed with catching them. I was like, I don't care if I get in an argument with somebody. Like, you know, if you... If I catch you smoking, it's $200. You do not get refunded and you have to leave. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were like, okay, well then take $200. And it's like, no, you also, you still have to go. Like I take your money and you leave. Don't do this. Yeah. We have one rule. So one night I came home, not home. I came back to the hotel and my friend was in the hallway. So it was the night shift clerk and then the manager. And they were knocking on someone's door who was like six doors down from the room I was staying in because they could hear the smoke alarm going off. (laughs) 
And you know, there's always that like, oh, it's just the battery's low. It's my room. You can't commit whatever nonsense. Mm -mm. So it ended up that the guy was smoking in the room. And his argument was, I wasn't smoking in the room because I was hanging out of the window. I was out. Uh, I was outside of the room smoking. This is on the second floor. And s- yeah, you, you didn't know you, you didn't know you were facing a legal scholar. Right. Here, that's what it's you- like, oh, got me there. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you just have to walk away. He got you. <laughs> and so then I'm like, well, I'm you know, I have to go to bed because I have to start my shift in like eight hours from now. So I'm like, I'm going to bed. Eventually, I hear like yelling. The guest has the door open. He's yelling at the other manager. And the other manager had, we probably have similar temperaments, Mm -hmm. but I tend to be more restrained with it. Like he has a bit of a temper and so do I, but he's more willing to start yelling at people sooner than I am, depending on the situation. <laughs> I don't remember what he yelled to the guy, but it, it, you know, it was basically like, you have, like, get your shit and go, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. So th- this is at 11 o'clock at night. So then you hear somebody from down the hall opens their door to come out and be like, what is all this yelling? And he <laughs> yells, shut the fuck up or I'll kick you out too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I, can't, I mean, I can't say shit. Like, I get why the guest was mad, but it's like, we're trying to get rid of the problem. Like, I mean, pay $10 an hour to kick somebody right. out. Like, right. give me a minute. I also can't sleep right now. Yeah, just stay in your room and mind your business yeah. for crying out loud. You don't need your helpy helperson sticking your nose out the door. Like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Okay, I haven't even got to the point with the with the carny. So the <laughs> one of these nights, I'm a, I, I get to bed super late. I'm like I have to be down at the desk in like four hours. It's like one in the morning or something, and I can't sleep. And I fall asleep for about thirty minutes, and my room phone rings, not my cell phone, the phone to my room. So oh. I answer it. And it is the other manager who is not supposed to be working at this time. But he, he's calling me from the front desk. And he says, somebody hit your car. And we need you to come down here. Oh, man. And it is. Is this like just the same week that you got dumped? And the, yes. With the roof Each of these things was a different night. Nice. God. Yes. <laughs> this, this is like the worst advent calendar it ever. Really you know I mean? it's, it's, it really is. It really is. Oh, man. So I go watch this video. I, I don't remember if I looked at my car first or the video, but it was, I shit you not, it was a semi truck trying mm. to <gasps> back into the parking space next to me. And so Come you on. just see, so my car is closer to the camera and they're backing in on the other side of it. And so you just see them like inch, like a little bit and a little back up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then all of a sudden you just see my car wobble violently. (laughs) And then they like drive off and go across the street to the gas station. So like the camera catches all of this, but I don't think we could see the license plate maybe, but the, the carnies were outside smoking as, (laughs) as you should, when you're going to smoke, they were outside where they should be. Uh And they saw this and so they were like you know this truck it went across the street it was this license plate it's the guy staying in room 204 or whatever it was damn yeah you know why because they're good people people. that is is carney code 101 man you can, you know, if you're on the road and you're traveling, you got to watch out for these other travelers, exactly. right? So was this truck driver a guest? They were. Like he had to come back eventually, right? I think they were going to check out or something. I don't remember exactly, but, you know, it was two guests in one room. And so the person actually driving the truck was, I think, different than the person who rented the room. Do you know his name? Uh, I, I think my friend would probably remember it, but I don't. Nah, well, probably. It's probably 
Wayne. It was probably Wayne. Wayne. You know, I was like, well, just charge. Because I think the thing was, he didn't, did he not have insurance? I don't remember. But I was like, just charge the. That's what you want to know. That's I don't want to think about people driving around in semis without fucking insurance. Are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, just charge the fucking card. But there was no money on it. And also it was like the wrong person. Son of a bitch. And the car was older. So it was just considered totaled. But it still (sighs) drove. So I, we got like a thousand dollars for it. And I don't have that car anymore. But it it was just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, who tries to back a semi-truck into a parking space with cars on either side? Right. And we have semi. With no insurance. Yeah. And like we have semi parking or like the gas station across the street also has semi parking. They could have just parked there and walked. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of hotels will have specific truck parking. So what the hell was he trying to do? I want to know when your country song is coming out about this week. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hey, if you're enjoying Lena as much as we enjoyed having her as a guest, you can find her on some other platforms. On Twitter, Lena is at Lena underscore Beamish. That's L-E-N-A underscore B-E-A-M-I-S-H. And on Instagram, she's just Lena Beamish with no underscore. And on Facebook, Lena has a page called Beamish Things, which in her own words is a weird character comedy show that she produces. All right, let's get back to the episode. So it sounds like you weren't really involved in housekeeping too much, but you know, as I know, if there's like a room that's super trash, the housekeepers will inevitably come and get everyone in the hotel to come take a look. So what are some of the worst rooms you've seen? The worst room we ever had is also coincidentally the worst guests I've ever had. Mm. There was this older couple and they were staying there for... It was at least a couple months. And this was also an issue. A lot of hotels, they will do this thing where like if you stay there for more than a week, they make you switch rooms or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with, I think, the squatters laws. Like if if they're there for more than 28 days or something like that, then then they have rights. Or they own a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> if they're there for one of 28 days, they get to decide the hours of the swimming pool. Yeah, it's like, a, pool. it's like a punch card. You do 28 days and you own, you get your own hotel. And we weren't too strict about that before this incident. Mm. So it was a couple, they were living there, they were from Louisville, but someone had... Let's pause real quick. We know this policy exists mm-hmm. because somebody figured out that if they stayed in a hotel room mm-hmm. for 28 days plus one or whatever, mm-hmm. they have squatters rights to that mm-hmm. room. Yeah. Find this person. They are a fucking genius. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I need people like this in my life. Yeah. These are the, these are the people who like walk between the raindrops. I just they, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm enamored by them completely. It's I the just same. Love- it is the same legal scholar that was smoking out the window. It's Seriously, that guy. Probably. I bet it was. I bet <laughs> Dude, it was. Honestly, genius. Genius. <laughs> So they, their house had been broken into, and what I was told was the way it had been broken into was somebody, I think they had bars on the windows. It, their house was in like a bad part of town, and so someone had driven up to the house and like looped chain through the bars what? and like pu- just pulled off a whole fucking wall. All right, so they had gems and gold and diamonds in the right. house, apparently. <laughs> like, like, who knows? Why so much effort for a house in a bad part of town? Right. What is going on? Uh, yeah, what? already I mean, interesting. Very I feel interesting. like that was a test run. They're like, I'm just going to drive yeah. on this house. That uh, was this matter. person driving a semi? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Uh, so they, the couple was staying there. So, you know, we, like I said, we will have people that stay there long-term that are like looking for a new place to All live. Right. So that's. I, f- I figured it out. I figured mm-hmm. it out. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. <laughs> These people know the squatters rule. Mm-hmm. They're trying to stay there past 28 days so mm-hmm. that they can have some sort of legal claim over the hotel room. Mm-hmm. They know this and they can't afford to stay there for 28 days unless their house gets robbed and needed repaired. And then the home insurance will pay for them to stay in a hotel. There you so go. they got their cousin to fucking come over with a <laughs> semi and rip the off. fucking wall off of their house. And then the <laughs> home insurance is going to put them up in a hotel until the <laughs> thing gets fixed. And guess who's getting the contracts to fix it? The same fucking cousin who ripped the fucking thing off. So yeah. he's taking his good old time. He's milking it for every dollar. And then by the end of it, these people are going to have their own room in a hotel. Mm-hmm. They're going to have your ass fired. They're not going to let. <laughs> and that's what's going on here. And their house is going to be nice and new. And their cousin's yeah. going to be rich off of making the repairs. So full mm-hmm. circle. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. This is a lot more brain power than I think either of them were capable of having. <laughs> uh, so they would they would pay in cash like every day, which I don't. I don't get, you know, I, I get a lot of the, the older guests, they would only want to pay cash, which we don't like because we don't have a way, you know, if you, I don't, let's say leave and the TV is wet, we don't have any, <laughs> we don't have anything Hard to, to hit. Yeah. 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 Especially like if you know, you know, it's like the the wall isn't going to be back on your house tomorrow, probably. You'll know if it's going to be done by tomorrow. So why are you not paying like at least a week in advance or whatever? But I, I don't know what yeah. their situation was. So they would pay each day and they would pay like late each day. And eventually they were told this is another, not necessarily a red flag, but they stayed there for, I think it was at least a month and never really used any room service, like housekeeping. Mm. It was always here, here, we'll take new sheets you can give us you can bring us more sheets and we'll give you the dirty ones but we don't want any housekeepers in our room which it can be a nice thing but it can also be a red flag Mm-hmm. So eventually we were like, hey, it's been long enough. You guys pay late every day. You have until the end of the week to move out. So it ended up being on a Saturday it would be the day they'd have to leave. This is before I was a manager. I just worked second shift. The girl who worked first shift was also a friend of mine and the managers. But she was very, I don't necessarily want to say timid, but, you know, was not good at like standing up for herself or mm-hmm. in reinforcing policies. Um, and so I came in and I knew that was the day that they had to be out and checkout time is at 11, late checkout is noon. And I think we told them you have to be out by one. And my shift starts at three. So I show up for my shift at three and I'm like, are they gone? And the day shift girl, she was like, uh, no, I haven't. You know, they, they, I haven't said anything, basically. And it's like, Ugh. God, God damn. we'll say her name was Charlotte. And I was just <laughs> like, God damn it, Charlotte. Like you do this because I don't mind reinforcing policies, but it helps if you're there. Yeah. And someone's like, oh, so and so did this earlier. You need to go tell them, you know, that they were too noisy or whatever. It's like, I wasn't here for the noise. If I was here for the noise, I'd feel more confident in saying, mm-hmm. hey, you were too noisy. Right. Why couldn't you handle this? So take care of it on your shift. Now it becomes my problem on my shift great right and and now it's like a past issue it's like well it's 4 p.m why Mm -hmm. am i telling them at 4 p.m that they were supposed to be gone by one and so i'm just annoyed collectively with all of this (laughs) right so it was an older couple like i said and the lady had been moving bits of stuff sort of in and out throughout the day like packing up 
her their van. And so I think they had the door open because she was moving stuff around. So I go to the room and the man is just sitting in uh, the chair that's next to the bed. He's just sitting upright in the chair sleeping. <laughs> and she's milling about the room. And the room, I mean, it's visibly a disaster, but you don't really know the depth of it until you go in and start cleaning stuff out. So I go in there and I'm like, so I'm like, hey, you, you know, we like you have to go. I don't remember exactly what I said, but it, you know, it was like this. If you're not going to pay for another day, you have to go. And she was like, OK, well, let me wake him up. And, you know, there's enough stuff in the room where it's like they're, they're going to have to pack things up. to Yeah, leave this is they, several more hours. They're not going to yeah. be able to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're basically moving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they basically they kind they live there. Right. They're, all their possessions yep. are kind of there. Yeah. So. And you gave them like a week's notice and it's infuriating that now they're past the deadline and they're still just like at a snail's pace. Right. So she's like, okay, well, we'll pay for, because I think I said something like, you're clearly not going to be out in time. So we need you to pay for today. So she walks over to her husband and like taps him on the leg to wake him up. Like, hey, we got to pay. And nothing happens. And so she like taps him again and nothing happens. And he does, he he won't wake up. And so in my head, because I'm probably a terrible person, my first thought was, I can't fucking believe I'm asking them to pay for one more day. And (laughs) this motherfucker is going to pretend he's dead. Like, because this whole time they've they've been, you know, like paying late. Like, I'm like, this is for sure on purpose. Yeah. It's a sign. Yeah. Because they because it was an old. And also, God damn it, Charlotte. Yeah, now, now I gotta fucking deal with this. <laughs> right. There was the other thing is I was like, I don't know when this happened. I don't know what's happening or whatever. And so she immediately starts panicking and she's trying to wake him up. And he, a pretty big guy, and they both clearly had like a lot of health issues. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of prescriptions in the room. You could mm-hmm. see a lot of prescriptions. I don't. I think they needed. I think they were supposed to have all the prescriptions. I didn't get the impression it was like you know that they were medicated. Rec- yeah. yeah, yeah. And so she's trying to wake him up. So I'm. I run and get the phone. I'm like, hey, Charlotte, I need the phone to fucking call (laughs) the paramedics. Holy shit. And so I'm on the phone with them. And so, you know, I'm giving, I'm asking her like all the routine stuff, the birth date and his age and what are, what are his medical conditions. He ends up being fine, but we don't, okay. we, oh don't know that, okay. we don't know Jeez. that we don't know that for a really long time. So like the paramedics So what he just, him. but he, so he wasn't breathing at this point? I mean, he I guess just... he, I, I think it was maybe something like a, would it be a diabetic coma or something? Uh, or he was, he was, un, he was, shit. He yeah, was yeah. unconscious, but he yeah. ended up being okay. I, they, I worked with a guy who would literally like pass out in hallways and stuff. You know wow. what I mean? Like he would yeah. like, for kids of but what an opportune time for it to happen it can help to be suspicious like right yeah because he you know they i think the paramedics eventually got him woken up but they took him out in an ambulance on a stretcher and you know and eventually they came back to like check out but yeah so he he was fine and so there's just uh, this this is my first time dealing with something like this and you know working in a hotel you're kind of like if i'm here long enough eventually i'll find something like this yeah and so since they were gone at the hospital then it became our job to clear out the room son of a bitch it literally got to the point where like we had to wear gloves i mean Mm. it was like an episode of hoarders like we had to we had to just grab you know bags of stuff and put it in her van and what would you call it like puppy pads they didn't have a puppy but there were like all kinds of like diapers and pads and even when i 
why didn't they take them out <laughs> to the trash? Oh, it's so disgusting. And like when I, I went to open the their van door to put in a bag of stuff that wasn't, you know, pads. It was like their items or whatever. And I, and when I opened the door, it was just like overwhelming the scent. Like even the car, Ew. they were keeping the pads in the car, I guess. Like you mean like dirty used ones? Used, yeah. It was just, it smelled yeah. like stale uh, urine. Listen, I, I'm sure. Fuck. Having a condition like that is not fun, and I'm sure yeah. it's embarrassing, but at the same time... You can be hygienic about it. Yeah, yeah. put it in a trash bag every day, and your room service exactly. would not be happy about it. They would take it right. out every day, yep. which would right. be better in the end than having 30 days worth Absolutely. of piss and shit, whatever filled diapers and stuff like that. Just Come sitting on. Just, oh my God. I would have been petty and put the dirty shit in their van, but it sounds like they already <laughs> had it in there, so... I don't think there was room at that point it was like <laughs> packed and one of the things i can't remember i think when we called the paramedics they brought the um the police with them as well just you know just to like give the room a look over mm-hmm. part of it had to do with how many prescription drugs were in there because they had so many prescription pills i think they probably weren't taking them so they had just been like hoarding them so there were so many sitting on like the counter and then they would set stuff on top of it so there was just like powder from where the weight of all the stuff they had been hoarding like crushed oh, the pills shit. underneath it yeah it was it was a disaster you know it took like a week to clean everything out it was also a thing like part of my job on day shift was to assign the housekeeping duties mm-hmm. and so we would just like you know if no one stayed in the room obviously there's no reason to clean it but we just like put that room out of commission and it was every morning just rotate like okay go in and clean it like i know nobody stayed in it and it was clean yesterday but clean it again yeah again for i think about a month it was out of commission we just just had somebody clean it like every day because we did not trust you have to that it was clean yeah i remember eventually finding somebody found like more of those pads like wedged behind the bed oh man just everywhere and you're like that's why it still smells (laughs) yeah we were like this room will never be clean again ever there have been rooms that we've had to like repaint because it just like the wow. scent like sticks to the walls yeah. and you cannot get it out and like well I've, I've even had rooms I've had to like recarpet and refloor because the yeah. of various reasons but that is just so disgusting and I've had that same exact situation Lena I worked at a long term stay hotel you'd mm-hmm. have to boot someone but all their shit's in the room and then it becomes yeah. your job to have to like pack it all up and then at my property we had to hold shit for 30 days mm-hmm. legally you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then if they didn't come back, it was kind of like we were scrounging for stuff. Like I probably have some Bluetooth speakers myself yeah. from rooms. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one little tiny perk of all the shit is sometimes you get some free stuff that people mm-hmm. leave behind. What you should do with those rooms is you should just let like the night manager sleep in those rooms for free. Is what they should <laughs> do with those rooms. <laughs> Probably where that other room came from. It probably was one of those rooms at some point. And even though they cleaned it every day for a month, they're like, listen, just yeah. to be on the safe side, we're just going to call this uh, an employee room for now on. Yeah. Find some guy on night shift that doesn't have any place to go. All right, here we are. I thought for sure you were going to say that he had passed and I was going to yeah. be like, what are the freaking chances of the timing? But I no, mean. No, but after all that, I wish he had. That's how I felt about it. I was like, how dare you make me go through all this? 
Thank you all so much for listening. Please hop on over to theinsiders.com to get information about joining our Patreon, becoming a guest on a future episode, and for details about all of our current episodes as well as links to The Insiders on all major podcast platforms. Again, that's theinsiders.com. I-N-N-S-I-D-E-R-S.com. 